what's up everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. We're going to call this podcast, Ask in Faith, Stay in Faith. Uh, if you look back at the last few, a lot of them have been dealing uh, about the subjects of faith, confidence towards God, and uh, the power of agreement, the first step, or, or agreement, the first step in faith. We're going to call this Ask in Faith and Stay in Faith. And I'm going to read from the book of James. I believe this one's really going to help you. There's many people who get frustrated because they ask, um, but it seems like they don't get their prayers answered. And if we're being uh, honest, they're they're asking without confidence. And many times because it's the devil attacks them in the area of their faith and says, you don't have enough faith or whatever. Hey, last time you asked, nothing happened. And who do you think you are? And they may work for somebody else, but you know, you haven't read your Bible enough this week. And so there's no confidence when they're asked. We're going to talk about, um, about asking in faith and then staying in faith. And really it, it would be how to get your prayers answered, which is, I believe what all of us are after. Amen. The proof of our faith. Uh, James chapter 1, I'm going to read from verse 5 and 6. It says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavers is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. This, uh, this is such a key verse to understanding, key verses to understanding faith but what the Bible is saying to us is, is when you ask, ask from a place of faith. And if you'll stay in a place of faith, you'll receive it. But if you'll waver, don't expect to receive anything. And that's where people get to is they get to a place where they're, they're asking outside of faith. They're asking in doubt. They're asking in unbelief. They're asking with no expectation. They're, they're hoping in faith, hoping something works, hoping their prayers get answered. I'm going to do my best and try to give my best worded prayer and hope something comes of it. Hope God's merciful enough. Hope, hope, hope. And, but then back and forth. And, and, and faith is coming to God really knowing you have the answer before you ask. If you go with me, and I think I read this on the last um, this passage on the last uh, podcast, 1 John chapter 5, and I'm going to read down here at verse uh, uh, 14, and it says, This is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions we desired of him. And so confidence is the key word, but it's asking from a place of faith. Uh, People have been kind of taught out of unbelief to just hey, ask and keep on asking. So I know the Bible does say ask and keep on asking, but it doesn't actually say ask and keep on asking for the same thing. It says ask and keep on asking. Let your requests be many. Multiply your requests, right? He isn't saying, because what you hear, the opposite of that is people who come to God and they're like, Lord, if you'll get me out of this situation, I'll never ask you to do anything for me. God is the God of more than enough. He's the God of El Shaddai. He can do a provision miracle and a healing miracle on the same day, right? Ask and keep on asking. I know you've asked for a car, but you can ask for a vacation too. Uh, ask and keep on asking. He, that, that scripture is not saying ask for the same thing again and again, because that contradicts the teaching of faith. So some people have used that and say, well, I asked again today, I asked again today. But if you already got an answer, like if you just think of it from a human perspective, if if my son Luke comes to me and says, Daddy, can we go outside? And I say, yes, give me a few minutes and we'll go out. It's a frustration to me if he comes to me a minute later and says, Daddy, can we go outside? Because 
either he didn't hear me or he's forgotten, right? So then he says, Daddy, can we go outside? And then I say, Luke, I told you, yes, we can go outside, but I'm finishing up on something. So give me a few minutes. And then if he comes to me three minutes later, Daddy, can we go outside? Uh, then that's where frustration comes as a parent because you're like, obviously, now as a two-year-old, three-year-old, it's fine because you understand they're still learning. But if I had a 10-year-old that was like, hey, Daddy, can we, Dad, can we go outside and throw the ball? And I say, yeah, just give me five minutes and we'll go outside. Um, if he comes back two minutes later and says, Dad, can we go outside? I, I said, yes. Dad, can we go? Dad, it'd be awesome. Can we go to uh, for dinner? Can we get pizza? Uh yeah, sure. We, let's get pizza. And then three minutes later, Dad, can I? Can we get dinner? Can we get pizza for dinner? Hey, I already said yes. The answer is already yes. Just be patient. And so there's there's people who come to God and they ask and then they think, oh, I got to keep on asking. But that's not faith. The way faith works is that you come to God, and this is really the the big the zoomed out picture. You come to God, and you come first of all to His Word before you ask. You come to His Word and you look to find. The scripture that or scriptures that guarantee you what you're about to ask for. Not you haven't asked yet, but what you're about to ask for. You look and find it, so that way you can come confidently, knowing that he'll do it. Because he said, if you can have confidence before me and you can ask according to my will, then the answer is already yes. People have said, well, you know, sometimes he says yes, sometimes he says no, and sometimes he says wait a while. And I don't see that in scripture. If you're obviously, if you, the Bible even says, <laughs> the Bible doesn't say he says no. The Bible says he doesn't even hear you if you ask against his will. The only reason that it would be a no would be because it's against his will, but he doesn't even hear you. If we ask anything according to his will, we know he hears us. So if if you ask not according to his will, those prayers don't even make it through on the hotline of heaven. But the confidence that we have is that when we come to God, and so like in this verse in James 1, and it says, if anyone uh, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives liberally. And so there it's again explaining the character of God. Hey, God's got more than enough. He'll give you more than you even ask for. But here's the key. Ask from a place of faith. Ask in faith. So I want to ask you, when you go for prayer, where are you praying from? Are you praying from a place of faith? Are you are you standing in? in a place of faith. like you, It's like stepping over a line, like you're on one side of the line where, okay, I haven't gone to the Word. I don't know for sure if God will do this for me. Before you go in prayer, many people, their knee-jerk reaction is just pray first. And I'm not talking about praying in the Holy Ghost. I'm not talking about, Lord, we need a miracle. Uh, uh, I'm talking about when you're going to get a request to God. And then the first thing you have to settle is, is God willing? We talked about that in agreeing with the Word. Is God willing to do this. So you find it in the word and then you are able to ask from a place of faith. And that's what this is the work that has to be done before you pray. So if you if you say, "Oh, I need the Lord, I need $500 for whatever." And you have to figure out from the word if God's okay with you having $500. If he's not, then you if you're not sure, then you can't ask from a place of faith. And that's what's required to be in faith when you ask. When you, well, This is the confidence that we have if we ask anything according to his will. And that's why that takes us to our next verse. I'm going to read Mark 11, 23 and 24. And it says here, um, whatsoever, Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever you ask, when you pray, believe you have received it and you shall have it. God expects us to ask from a place of faith and know that our prayer is answered at the time of our asking. So if you don't have confidence, then you're not going to say, okay, it's done. You're going to come back the next day and say, Lord, just reminding you I'm on your list. Can I ask, can I, can you do it? 
It's like it's like the person is just begging. You know, God God, God gives that parable of uh, Jesus gave that parable of the the wicked judge who is wicked, and that that uh, widow kept coming to him, avenge me, avenge me, avenge me, and she wore him she wore him down, and he finally said yes, and uh, and then it says, but that's a wicked judge. If you can get to God, you don't have to wear God down with your requests. If you can get to God and and when you by the time you come to actually pray and ask him, you know that the word says it's yours. Then you have a confidence. Lord, I know you already said this is provided for. And so Father, I'm asking today, and the prayer is then the point of contact that you do. Remember a point of contact we've talked about fairly extensively. The point of contact is the place where you release your faith, which is you you go from when I pray, it will be done to now that I've prayed, it is done. And that's the time. That's the moment. That's the action where you step over and you go from, I haven't asked yet. It's not mine yet to now I've asked and it's mine. If I know my mom, you know, there's things that my mom makes. There's things my mom bakes, right? I know if I asked her, mom, can you make me these, these special South African thing? I know that as long as she's in, in the course of time, she'll do it. If I, if I ask her, she'll do it. She may not be able to do it this week. She may not be able to do it next week. But if I say, Mom, you do a great job making that. Could you at some time, when you have the ingredients, or you have the time, could you make this for me? I know she'll say yes because I know my mom. I don't know when. She may not be able to do it that day, but I know she'll say yes. But if I don't ask, then I don't receive, right? And so for us, when we come to ask, we ask knowing God through his word, knowing that he'll say yes. And so if it's a new car you're believing for, is it okay? Is God okay with you having a new car? You have to be able to establish that in your heart. I've got a scripture for you if you believe a new car. Uh, Jesus rode on a donkey that had never been ridden on, a colt that had never been ridden on. And, uh, and as Jesus is in this world, so are we. So if you need a new car, there's your new car scripture, right? Uh, a house in a nice neighborhood. There's, he says you'll be in uh, homes in, in uh, quiet resting places. So there's your scripture for, for a nice house that's where there's no gunshots happening in the background, right? So, so there's scriptures for these things, but it's that you can come with confidence and that when you ask, that you say, Father, I'm coming to you in Jesus' name, and I'm bringing my scriptures, and your word said this, and you said this, and I knew you're my Father. And Lord, I'm asking you today for this specifically, and I'm asking you for it in the name of Jesus. Amen. And then when I say amen, and I say in the name of Jesus, I go from it's going to be mine to now I've received it. Whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you have received, you have. And so then I go from asking to rejoicing and giving thanks because it would be like me walking up to someone and say, Hey man, um, I heard that you had extra tickets to the Bucks game. Uh, Hey, can I have the, if you have two extra tickets, can I have those two tickets? And he's like, um, well, yeah, sure. I can rejoice. I can celebrate and I can give thanks at that moment because he said yes. And so even if I, I hey, uh, yeah, they're back at my office, give me a few days, I'll get them to you. I don't have to wait till I get them in my hand to rejoice. I can take it on account that he has them and he's a person of his word and he said he would do it, right? And so you can rejoice. How much more if I can rejoice at the word of a person that I can rejoice at the word of God? And so then we rejoice. And then the next day when I wake up, this is how you stay in faith. 
uh, praise is the voice of faith. Praise is the voice of triumph. Uh, the Bible says in Romans 4, um, 20 through 23, there's a passage about uh, Abraham, and it says, Abraham grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. The voice of faith is praise. The voice of celebration that it's done is praise. So then I go from it, it's going to be mine, and then I pray, and then I take possession of it, and it's mine. The Bible says faith is a substance of things hoped for. I had hope for it. I saw it in the word that was paid for. And then I asked him. I got my yes. Hallelujah. And and then I stepped over. And then it's everyday rejoicing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for my new car. Thank you, Lord. Whatever you're believing the Lord for. Thank you, Lord, for my house. Thank you, Lord, for my my apartment that I get my own room. Right. Thank you for my new wardrobe. Lord, I thank you for my vacation. Whatever you're believing the Lord for. Lord, I thank you for it. And you rejoice. And you rejoice. And, and you get joy in your heart now, and that's how you stay in faith. And then as long as you don't look for a backup plan, because this is where, this is what the enemy will try to do then, once you've asked in faith, is he'll try to say, well, maybe God wanted you to take out a loan. Well, you didn't ask, and you found the scriptures that you didn't have to take out a loan. Or maybe God really, you know, maybe it's not a new car, but maybe just for now. Well, what can you get joy and confidence in your spirit over? If you can get joy and confidence in your spirit from going from a bicycle to a used car, do it. It's a step up. If you can get confidence from going from a used car to a new car, do it. It's a step up. If you can't get confidence from going from a bicycle to a new car, but you can get confidence going to a used car, then do it. Just use your faith. Don't go by someone else's faith. Go by where your faith is now and then work on uh, putting the word until you say, all right, I'm ready for a new car. So where is your faith? What can you get confidence in your spirit about that God will do? Believe the Lord for that and move forward in faith. Whatever you can get joy over now, that's what you that's what you do. Whatever it is, if you can get joy over asking the Lord for a hundred dollars for uh, a, a, a banquet dress or suit, or two hundred dollars, if you can get joyful about eight hundred dollars, if you can get joyful about Lord, I need I need more than that, right? I don't I don't not only need a suit and a, a, a dress, I need a whatever, whatever. I want a limo. I want whatever, whatever it is. Whatever you can see in the Word and get joy over then you're able to stay in a place of faith. And then you just don't waver because the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. That's a du- You know what the word doubt means? Doubt says, doubt actually means suspended judgment. That's the word. What's the definition of doubt? Suspended judgment, which means I haven't made up my mind. Um, it's like, hey, should we, uh, I'm thinking about, you know, for my birthday, I'm thinking about going for uh, Mexican food, but we may go for sushi. I haven't made up my mind. I'm, I'm in between two opinions. I'm wavering. That's what it means to waver is you've still got two options that are open. So when it comes to faith, you can't have two options open. You've got to have only, the only option is the Bible option. And so you have to just decide, I've set my course and I'm standing my ground here. That's a good way to put it. Two options open. So people come in for healing school and then they're like, well, if the healing school doesn't work, I'll go for surgery. Well, you've got two options open. Close one option and go wholeheartedly for one option. And if that's the surgery, then that's the surgery. But if you're going to go for it with God, go for it with God. Stay in faith, rejoice, and just praise Him. We wake up with an expectation. And that's how you know you're in faith, is when there's an expectation that it's coming today. It's an expectation that it's mine. There's an expectation that it's arriving. It's an expectation that it belongs to me. Amen. I love you. God bless you. We'll see you on the next podcast.